Hey, this is Dan, one of the PP Boys, and I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by one of our patrons, Suro. To support, you can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where for a dollar you can get early access and ad-free versions of our episodes. Or you can uh, you can sponsor an episode yourself. All right, we'll see you over there. Patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. Enjoy. You had the power. Hello and welcome to Power Playthrough, a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you from the privacy of our own homes in decently hot Las Vegas, Nevada. Reporting from the Ranger Room, my name is Dan, and as always, from his lightning collection lair is my co-host, Freddie. How's it going? It's it's going, man. It's going. Yep. I've been sitting mm-hmm. here, seeing lightning collection pre-orders come up. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Y- you know, we are recording deep in the past. Yeah. And that box reveal for that psycho set just came up. Yeah. And then someone showed what's on the inside of the box. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are upset. But let me tell you, because I have no intention of using any of the effect pieces for the Psycho Rangers, yeah. I don't care that it doesn't come with that much effect. Yeah. They got their weapons, that's all I care about. The only thing that I care about is that pink doesn't come with the Savage Sword. Hmm. But I am hoping that in the future we yeah. get a Psycho Pink solo release or a Psycho Pink Corone or Psycho Pink uh, the girl Kendricks. Yeah, K- yeah Kendricks. Two packs? Yeah. Like, I know this isn't Sentai related, but it's still I think going, fine. going off the trend that we've seen so far with uh, individual releases show uh individual releases of figures that are in two packs i mm-hmm. think that's that's probably pretty safe i mean yeah. s- so far like we've only seen it for figures that have um reason to have like alternate heads right because yeah yeah, yeah. so and our or um alternate versions like you know the red dragon shield red ranger dragon shield and then well, regular red ranger and dual, all that dual release on uh on lord zed but yeah. New Lord Zed has chrome paint on his silver. Mm. And he comes with a couple extra accessories. Yeah. But But it's psychos, probably it's maybe. probably it's probably a safe bet that we'll see uh solo psycho pink in some kind of retail release. And I'll have to get it because it's got the goddamn savage sword. <laughs> it's got the goddamn savage sword, yes. That's that's the fucking plan, baby. Yeah. Well, Okay, episode over. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You've been listening to our three-minute toy review on Power Playthrough. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do now. We don't talk about shows. We don't talk about anything. We talk about what's coming out six months ago, toy-wise. And uh, then we end the episode. Yeah, because, you know, you don't you don't listen to it for the news. It's just, like, anecdotal, you know? 100%. We're not a news show. If you want if you want the news, you go over to Ranger uh Command Power Hour. Yeah. And they'll do they'll do you right for news. Or you hey. see Ranger Liz on YouTube. Any you, of that. You go to some 
fucking credible respected source all right if you if you if you if you need something legit and and timely all right if you live in the past like us (laughs) you come to power playthrough yeah because we're hanging out in 1995 today specifically october 13th 1995 when episode 31 of chorky sentai o-ranger home delivery diet aired this episode written by shozo uehara and directed by shohei tojo how was that? That was that. Uh, that lead in. That was good. I liked That's it. Good. I liked it. It was I very, like, very smooth. I like that I ruined it by asking about it. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need, man. I'm here to give reassurance. I know. Sometimes it's important. You know, I've been living in existential crisis mode for the past couple of weeks because I'm basically out of money. Yeah. <laughs> and the job, and the job hunt is not going well. You know, because uh, the company that I used to work for, Blue Man Group, is basically gone. Entertainment industry is gone. No, baby. Did you see that news? What? Cirque du Soleil laid off 3,500 employees and pretty much shuttered Blue Man Group. And now MGM Resorts is talking about tearing the Luxor down. I didn't hear about the Luxor part. I heard everything else. But Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment industry is shutting down. It's... Football's back, and we're getting a football stadium, yeah. so I'm going to work on that one. <laughs> I don't know a damn thing about football, so, other than there's another sport called football. <laughs> they like, they like, uh, they like naming teams off animals or something, you know, uh, some kind of racist character. Yes, and, and um, I know that the football that we have is played with hands, yeah. and the other football is played with feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they so, and they just named them. They just named their teams after themselves, which I think makes sense. Honestly, what yeah. te- what team is that? Oh, that's that's Italy. Oh. Oh, okay, I get that. <laughs> but what about the teams like the Manchester United? Well, that's that's when you get too nitpicky, man. And that's that's how we get like that's suffering from American football. So I don't know how long the fucking Manchester United club's been around. I'm like, I'm sh- I'm sure uh, a football historian could tell me like when the split happened, or maybe there wasn't a split. Maybe it just initially always was multiple teams for for England but I feel like that's that's it's like full, a it's full of whites yeah so you know oh we yeah. do we do think that we need more than one team for us <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you know New York that's like, yeah that's basically two that's of some New team. York California shit right there you know yeah that's just white people being like well what about our team yeah Hey, we're West New York. What yeah. about East New York? Yeah. East New York needs a team. No, they don't. You could just have New York's team. <laughs> not not yeah. two NFL teams, two NBA teams, yeah. two MLB teams, two NHL teams. Come on. Yeah. That's... Suck at New York. <laughs> that's right. We the... do love our listeners from New York. Yeah. I mean, I'm from there, too. I don't live there now because, you know suck at new york but you know 
Yeah. We do. We're not full, maligning the people of New York except di- for the ones that don't listen to us. Yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> well, Barra Fawcett has been revived, and now he's made of liquid metal. And uh, he went, he went, he's being... He went T-1000. Yes. They, they... He did, he did. That's all I was thinking about. Except for now he's got a bunch of rainbow faucets on his chest. Mm-hmm. But he is being sent to Earth to complete Operation Moon Rainbow. It's a good it's a good team name, I guess. He's got the rainbow of faucets on his chest. He's it comes from the moon. Yeah. It's it's yeah. you know it's <laughs> it is it is definitely like a machine came up with a brand. You know? What what does this <laughs> What does this product entail? We are completing an operation from the moon. (laughs) Yeah. Making water colored. Moon rainbow. Yeah. It it, it contains the spectrum of colors. Rainbow. Moon rainbow. In jest. (laughs) Well, on Earth, a woman who's obviously in her home she's making herself tea and she's very excited to eat some cake and she goes and opens up the fridge and she's chanting to herself cake 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 you know like i do when i'm about to eat something and she looks at it and then she thinks to herself well i better weigh in before i eat this cake that's a mistake just gonna let you know uh freddie do you weigh yourself often i don't have a, a scale Okay, well, I didn't have a scale for a long time either. And then one appeared in my bathroom that I share with my sister, so I assume she put it in there. Yeah. And uh, now I weigh myself nightly before I go to bed and as soon as I wake up. And this is a mistake because it does set my attitude for the entire day. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if that's, yeah, you know what, I think that's, that's absolutely... That's absolutely something that's been instilled by um, vanity culture. Like you yes. shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't uh, judge your judge your worth by by the scale and what it says. And if you fit the fucking, you know, that little, if you fit the little bracket that says, "Hey, you're 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 not a disgusting slob," you know, I don't I don't agree with any of that. I don't agree with the BMI scale. BMI scale is fucking bullshit. Well, every day I look at it and I go, is today going to be a happy day or a sad day? Mm-hmm. And I get on it and I'm always immediately like, oh, it's a sad day. And then I was like, wait, I still haven't used the restroom. Yeah. And I will pee and then weigh myself again and be like, okay, well, I feel a little bit better about that because this is mostly what I'm holding inside myself. Yeah. And this woman is 300 grams overweight. <laughs> she's a handful of paper clips overweight yeah and it ruins her she is she she talks herself out of eating this cake and that sucks because that cake looked great it did she shut the door like she shut the refrigerator door in shame and she like yeah. collapses on the kitchen floor and she yeah. like succumbs to cry yeah <laughs> succumbs to her sadness that's when a man knocks at the door and he peeks at it and he's like, I'm from Operation Moon Rainbow. Let me in. And he comes in. Obviously, this is the human form of Barra Fawcett because he's wearing the same exact outfit. Yeah. A yellow jumpsuit and a blue hard hat. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he commits a sexual crime and opens up his shirt to reveal a line of faucets running down his bright plastic yellow chest and removes one and it immediately grows back. I like that I'm 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 kinda like head cannoning head or I'm head, I'm making a head cannon that so the human disguises for all the bar robots, right? Yeah. It makes me think they have no idea what the like humans look like under their clothes. I was thinking the exact same thing. And I think like it, maybe they go off like like Barbies and Ken dolls and stuff like that. They had to get something yeah. that lets them know what a human looks like mm-hmm. because they didn't capture two astronauts like Bandora did. And they weren't already just human dark magicians like the Gorma were. Yeah, yeah. They weren't humanoid yeah, creatures, and they weren't uh, yokai. Or just straight-up demons. Yeah, they, they weren't yokai that have lived with us forever. You know, like, it's they their perception of humans are on a very uh, flimsy basis, you know? And we don't know what the bodies of humans of the 600 million years ago looked like. Yeah. Evolution happened. Yeah. So he, like, yeah, so he opens his, opens his shirt, yeah, and he's just got, like, a plastic body, because at that point, they're like, what do we, I think they, they, one of two things, either, like, we don't know what's under there, or two, the part that doesn't show doesn't matter, you know. I think it's part both. Yeah, we don't know we what don't goes know. under there, and we're not going to design it, because fuck it. <laughs> yes. So his plastic yellow body grows back a faucet, and he replaces... This makes the dieting woman kind of pass out, and as, he puts a new faucet on, as it would. It yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. would. Yeah. He installs her new faucet, and he looks at her and goes, hey, if you turn it to the right, regular water. You turn it to the left, moon rainbow. She's like, what is moon rainbow? And he goes, it's the ultimate diet drink. One glass a day, you're going to lose weight. And never gain again. And she's very unsure. And then he's like, you can have cake. You can have anpan. You can have steak. You can have whatever you want. And this really entices her. And then he goes, hey, but to increase the effect, I need you to wear this basic suit, which it's free of charge. Like, I'm just installing Moon Rainbow, and I'm giving away these suits. For free, so wear this all-silver jumpsuit so that you can kind of be machine-like, because we do like uniformity. I was going to say, like, I don't think the basic suits ever come into play whatsoever. I don't even know if if anyone received the basic suits outside of this family. I am going to talk to you about that later in the episode. Okay, well, I appreciate this man. They Okay, so they installed Fago, right? Yes. Like, I mean, like, he's just like, you turn it, you turn right, you get some water, but you turn it left, bam, moon mist, <laughs> you know, like, it, like, it's green, it's, so it gets you in, act, go on. In Japan, it, it would definitely be uh, Fanta Melon Soda. Which would be it is, your life. You know, be, it's be like, the dream. Yeah, it's yeah. It's the dream. It's all I think about on a regular basis. <laughs> I made a tweet about it the other day. I'm actually going to be appearing on a f- podcast about Japanese convenience stores. And you're just going to talk about... Because of that tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's installing he's, in, he's installing a Fago faucet. 
Yes. That's not a joke. I am actually going on a podcast about Japanese. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I, I usually, <laughs> I usually don't take anything you say about uh, snacks, sodas, convenience stores, stuff like that. Never, I, I never take any of that as a joke. When you, when you... It, it, I'm glad that you know that convenience store food is not a joke to me. Yeah, we've had discussions about this. We like it's a very. Um, it's a very real genre. It's a very real yeah. genre of food. Yeah. If uh, if there's ever a point where I meet a power playthrough listener and you're like, Dan, take me to the best place to eat in Las Vegas, I will take you to the Maverick. <laughs> I miss the that's Maverick. That's where I love to eat. Yeah, the Maverick's fucking great. See, that's all. That's like that is a big. Uh, contributor to why i i believe in in convenience store food as a genre is because of the maverick they are just a hell of a company they are a hell of a franchise you know what is an other another underrated food category of restaurant and one day you and i will go to it go to this spot but laundromats there are sometimes where a laundromat Mm-hmm. It now at the same time it is half laundromat, half convenience store. Yeah. But sometimes the laundromat has this woman that smokes Marlboro Reds while she makes her pizza, and who knows she might ash in the pizza. It's delicious. Yeah. Well, you know what I've you have taken me to eat at a at a IKEA cafeteria. Mm-hmm. You you have taken well, me. That to- was my first time. No, well, you've taken me to eat at a at a Maverick multiple times. I will absolutely one hundred percent follow you to the to the convenience store laundromat combo. Yeah, this one's called Auntie M's. All right. Yeah, and then you know, if the world ever opens up and we're able to travel again, I will take you to. Uh, there will be a day where we eat solely at convenience stores in Japan. I'm about it, man. I'm about it. Yeah. We'll also go meet Minoru Suzuki that day. It'll be wonderful. It'll be a very exciting day. <laughs> well, Momo, she's taking a little jog in the park, and she goes to get some water, not to drink, but for her head rag, and Moon Rainbow comes out. She freaks out a little bit, but she is mostly freaking out because liquid metal comes out, becomes a machine beast, and viciously attacks her. Yeah, he fucking throttles her <laughs> like he <laughs> yeah he is absolutely relentless and the first thing he says is i'm back to repay a debt from my past life some cold that's some cold shit right there yes for a for a goofy ass like donkey hose monster like a donkey yeah. faucet like that's a cold fucking line <laughs> as we know the machines are cold as fucking ice yeah yeah don't let their well, goofy ass exterior fool you. Each one of these motherfuckers is is dangerous. <laughs> well, Chief Mira is immediately in the know because Momo, of course, is wearing her tracking device, the O Ranger Changer, Choriki Changer, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he informs the rest of the rest of the team, and when we get to the Machine Beast, he has a pickaxe and he is about to murder O Pink. Luckily, Goro comes in with a big kick, and the rest of the team 
tries to attack with the King Smashers. This has no effect on liquid metal. Momo henshins and attacks with her Hadouken, but again, he just makes a hole in himself and the Hadouken goes through. Yeah. At this point, Clank shows up and reminds Fawcett of his new mission. And he uses the fountain that he's around, luckily, to attack and make his escape into the water system. Now, this was cool when we saw it in Power Rangers earlier this week. Yeah. But, you know, Power Rangers makes a story with what they have. O-Ranger makes a story and then shoots it. That's so obviously it works better. Yes, it does. It's definitely more, uh, there's definitely a better flow to it. At Woe Base, the O-Ranger are going through their rogues gallery and they identify the Barra Fawcett. Chief Mira is kind of disappointed in his team and goes, I thought you beat them. And Yuji responds, we, we did. Yeah. Momo shows up and she has a vial full of moon rainbow and Jerry knows all about it. Now, this is the second or third time that we've seen Jerry get excited over like the fad uh, diet, something to own, anything like that, which I... makes me think that Jerry is kind of airhead it's indicative i want to say it's indicative of her of the time and her age you know she's all into the fucking trends she's um you know she's definitely she's definitely the kind that would fall into the that was um that thrived in the late 80s early 90s excessiveness kind of deal where you know like oh the newest uh like you said the newest dieting trend or here's the ab cruncher you know, here's the fucking gazelle. You know, here's all, like, I bet her house is just filled with that shit, you know? Well, because remember, like, the new hot dress that her and Momo both needed to have. Um, the, like, baby doll thing. Yeah, yeah. And now this. Now, Jury doesn't drink this, but she knows all about it because she keeps up on the latest trends. She does. She knows it works wonders, and the team is wondering why the paranoia are spreading a diet drink? It's a good and question. It's a very good question. <laughs> Mira kind of loses his mind a little bit at this point because Mira says something that I would say at four in the morning when, like, I feel like the world is crashing down around me, where, like, I would, like, look up at the sky and be like, this is a challenge from the goddamn moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of cut. Yeah. <laughs> that this is. is a challenge. This is a challenge from the moon. They have to be stopped before this gets into the water supply. Yeah. That is definitely that, that is definitely a level of uh, that is definitely like a level of of madness. That is a that is like a cabin fever. Um, cabin fever level of of dangerous rhetoric, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. That's that's four a.m. being yeah. in the house for three months. Yeah, and just <laughs> not under like maybe even four months. You, you know, you point. did your you did your nightly four a.m. Go into the yard, stare straight up at the moon, and just gawk for a few minutes. 
Yeah. But this time you were challenged. Yeah, and you were listening to like Weezer while <laughs> yeah. doing it. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You had Pinkerton on, and then like Make Believe came on, and you weren't as happy with that. But you know, it's still like still in the good era of Weezer. And you you're wondering why their remake of Africa is considered a Weezer banger when no remake should be considered a band's banger. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. it's like, oh, cool, you remade a fantastic song. Cool. Oh, you made a song that was a banger when it came out, and now people are like, oh my god, this is so good. Yeah, come on, Weezer. That was pandering, Rivers. That was pandering. I don't. I don't appreciate the Teal album. I don't appreciate what you did there. I especially don't appreciate the Black album. You get that shit out of here. God damn it! I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you boys. You need to get your shit together. Yeah, stop writing songs off a fucking spreadsheet. Well, at the dieting woman's house, she's pushing Moon Rainbow on everybody, stating. Maybe the machine beasts want to do something nice for a change. She's pushing it on her daughter, and then her husband comes in. She pushes it on him. Who's this played by? Sadaro Saito. Do you know who that is, Freddy? Tell me who that is. That is General Cactus from Gosei Sentai Die Ranger. So a creep. Oh, yeah. yeah Big old creep. creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, a, but a PP alumni. She states that Moon Rainbow's going to take his belly away, and she slaps his dad tummy. He earned that. He's a dad. <laughs> yeah, he did. He came, he came out with a nightshirt that was open and and, and, uh, and some pajama pants that were pulled up just below the belly button. That's a dad move. He earned that belly. He, yeah, he did. Well... While this is going on, the O-Ranger at a reservoir testing the water, wondering how Moon Rainbow is being distributed, realizing that there's no Moon Rainbow in the reservoir. It's clean water. <laughs> they only went outside to the whoa fucking bridge. Yeah, and, they, they, and, and they, <laughs> their high-tech water testing was a mayonnaise jar on a string. <laughs> Oh my god! They show it, uh, just just pull it up, and you just like drink it, bud. He's like, "That's water." <laughs> well, god damn it! Momo thinks that it's got to be somewhere in the pipes. Yeah. When we cut to an undisclosed location, they... Acha and Kocha are informing Barra Fawcett of his next target, and they cheer him on as he becomes liquid metal and enters the pipes. To see his new customer. At this point, we get to see a lot of like coolness of him going through the pipes and a little split screen of him underground as the O Ranger is splitting up in front of the apartment complex that I, he's about to go into. Yeah, I gotta say, I appreciate though that that level of being him, him be like Acha and Kocha, like uh, giving him the rundown mm-hmm. is basically like no different from the Power Rangers. What happened in the Power Rangers episode? Like, we thought yeah. there was going to be something more intense going on there, because, like, look at it, it's a scene, there's, like, some devious planning going on, but it's just really just Aja going, uh, alright, so there's apartment, uh, 105, hit that up. You're gonna go see Nozomi up there. Yeah, and, um, yeah, just, you know, change that to Moon Rainbow, and, uh, he literally, there's, like, a lot of uhs in there as he's, like, going over it, and then he just, like, hops in the pipe, and Coach is like, do your best! <laughs> and good luck yeah and that's it 
Right on. Well, after they split up, we see Momo and Yuji come upon a group of women all in basic suits enjoying Moon Rainbow outside of their apartments. And the the O-Ranger are like, hey, what's going on? They're like, look, we're drinking fucking Moon Rainbow. If you're not drinking Moon Rainbow, don't talk to me. They're yeah. like, you know, that's paranoia. It's not good for you. And they're like, I've lost so much weight, and I've also eaten everything. So why don't you and your, your blue jumpsuits get the fuck out of here? We're wearing silver. That's the new shit. Basic suits, baby. Barra Fawcett enters Nozomi's house as a monster, and this freaks her the fuck out. And she goes out onto her porch, and she's like, there's a monster in the house. Luckily, the O-Ranger are in the apartment complex. And the heavies get into the apartment to see Fawcett, and he liquid metals back into the pipes to escape. So Chief Mira at Wobase is like, yeah, we got to come up with a way to drive him out of these pipes. And the O-Ranger are back at Wobase. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they're just... They're back there. They're, they're reconvening. I'm trying to figure out a different way to... to how, how to trap a, a creature that can instantly go liquid. The O-Ranger have figured out how to trap a beast that's made of liquid. Now transformed, they're at a pipe depot. I, d- I don't know if that's, like, the best <laughs> words for it. It's a, yeah, it, it's, it's, um... <laughs> I like Pipe Depot. Pipe Depot is pretty good. I I through my um through my history of loving simulation games and playing SimCity and shit like that, I believe this would be called a uh uh no, 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 no. a water treatment plant. Well, water treatment Maybe. plant. A Hold on, hold on. I'll let you have the win on this. I'm still yeah. calling it Pipe Depot. Pipe Pipe Depot. Pipe Depot. I mean, like Pipe Depot. Blah, blah, blah. Pipe. Ooh. Keep wanting to say Pipe Depot. You can say that because until you get the correct words, I'm cutting all this out. Yeah, Pipe Depot. Pipe, De- <laughs> pipe Junction. God damn it. I'm a fucking idiot. It's a pipe junction. So depot's actually a pretty good word. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you can start again at all my years of playing SimCity. Okay. So all my years of playing SimCity and simulation games, city builders, all that stuff, I, I believe this would be like just a pipe juncture. Okay. Okay. I like depot. Depot's pretty. But... Depot's pretty. Like I said, I liked it. I had no problems with it. All right. Well, at the junction, they're talking about trapping the machine beast there and drawing him into an ambush. Goro gives Shohei and Jury the go-ahead to give orders for this mission because they're going to have the high ground in the depot. We're going to just jump forward to the night, and then we're actually going to come right back to this time that we were talking about in a little bit. So, the family that we've been following... We're in their home, and the youngest son wakes up in the middle of the night to find his mother, his father, and his sister gorging themselves in front of the fridge, not unlike Freddie and myself after we're done watching New Japan Pro Wrestling live. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, she just eating a whole bologna log. And I've, yeah. and I've been there. I get it. They're, yeah. Like, dad's eating a whole cock of pepperoni. Yeah. She's eating a bologna log. The sister's got three bananas. She's also their got, like, applesauce, are... I want to say. She's got, like, a cup of yeah. applesauce. At least she's going the fruit direction and not yeah. just pure protein right before going to bed. Yeah. yeah. Their their faces are contorted, and they're insatiable thanks to Moon Rainbow. Yeah. Moon uh, Rainbow. <laughs> we see that they've invaded a deli, and they're eating everything in the deli. They, Fried chicken, raw chicken. Bologna is a common things. thing because there's like a whole bologna plate that just gets ate up. Like it's it doesn't even go to hand it doesn't even go to plate to hand to to mouth. It goes like from plate to mouth, just scooping it. Like yeah. into hungry hungry hippo, like Hoover and bologna. And this isn't just the family anymore this is all the women from the apartment complex pretty much everyone that is drinking moon rainbow and they're almost all of them are wearing basic suits the o-ranger come upon this only to realize that this is the paranoia trying to like make the humans kill themselves like enacting survival of the fittest knowing that everyone on that humans are disgusting and will fight and eat each other to death. So this, that's kind of wild and deep. <laughs> I, I like I, it's just the like a second in the episode, and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm 33." <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm seeing this. Yeah. Uh, the whole. I like that plan quite a bit, just to turn people into their baser selves, you know, just, I like that. What's up with the, I don't, I don't get the basic suit, though. I thought that that was going to have, like, I thought it was going to be something where they thought they were losing weight, and then they were going to, like, inflate them, or something like that. Yeah, so, or, like, yeah, the way those suits kind of, like, billow and stuff like that, I thought it would it would be a situation where, you know, this is going to lead to them becoming giant uh, sources of something, you know, some kind of energy for, for yeah, the machines. Like, I thought it was going to be something like that, or, like, because they're silver suits that it was going to change humans into Barlow soldiers or something like that. Yeah. But legitimately... It's just so that everyone's wearing silver and you know who's possessed and who isn't. Because there's, like, three little boys that are dressed in, like, their pajamas and they're trying to stop their families from eating everything. And they're just yeah. kind of getting beaten by their families. Yeah. Um, Maybe they just thought it was funny. Just... Yeah, like, I have, I have to think that there was, like, some other plot point that they just realized that in this 20-minute toy commercial today where they weren't debuting any new toys that there was, like, no reason. They just can't fit it in. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. At the Pipe Depot, Ricky, Doran, and Paku join in to help the O-Ranger capture Fawcett. The team begins their plans as they start to close the valves, realizing that the liquid metal man is in there. Yeah. And green and yellow begin tracking with sonar, closing valves as needed. 
we see Fawcett freak out a little bit and make his way towards an exit, but the Rangers keep trapping him at every junction. And Goro leads him to one place that can flush him out, but he became liquid metal and escaped through being flushed out to an area filled with Barlow soldiers. The core team and King Ranger engage the Barlow soldiers using their signature weapons, easily defeating these minions before getting sprayed down by Fawcett. Um, I know this isn't the Power Rangers episode, but after we recorded the Power Rangers episode last week with, uh, what what was his name? Like, it's just Leaky Fawcett? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think it I think it truly was just Leaky Fawcett. I mean, like, Barrow Fawcett isn't much better. No, it's not. But, yeah. but, uh, Leaky Fawcett sprayed them down, and this is something that never really hits, except for one scene in Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, where their powers don't work with water. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when I was spraying them, when he was spraying them down, I was thinking back to the Power Rangers episode, and I was like, oh, man, continuity-wise, that should uh, defeat them completely. You know, just something to think about. So, that's, you you brought up something there, and I, I, you know what, I never really thought much on the fact that, like, Kat's morph gets interrupted by her hitting the water in the yeah. Turbo movie. We'll talk about it a lot when we do the Turbo episode. Yeah. Uh, but in all of the... There's a bunch of stuff from the like movie's design team and like the original cast that everybody was going to have a scene where the Zeo powers stop working for them because of water. Which is why it's like impressive that the Turbo cars work in water. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, what a weird justification for, or what a weird like measure, like a like a weird weird like way to measure. Like, oh, see, these powers are better because they they do work in water, and instead of being like, oh fuck, that is better. Instead of instead of being like, let me rephrase that. Instead of being like, why don't our powers work in water? They're just like, oh, that is better. That works in water. What a fucking yeah. weird. All right, I'm not gonna think too hard on that because that's gonna fucking. We've got about we've got about three months until we hit the mm -hmm. the episodes. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna bother me for a while. Yeah, this is gonna be a yeah, that's gonna be a hard three months. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> Unless I bring it up again, you're yeah. not gonna remember. You're not gonna remember. My dreams will. Yeah, but I'm like as soon as it happens, I'm gonna get like a rebate or whatever you want to call it for like the past three months. And I'm just going to get real wound up <laughs> of all that to work in water. Yeah. What of all that, that three, that three months where I should, where I should have been irate. It's all going to hit me at once. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. true. That's true though. Otherwise I won't remember until then, but well, at least that sounds pretty funny. At least, like, secondhand, when I have no memory of that, that sounds pretty funny. So that's a good sign. Yeah. That, so hopefully it's like that for everyone. Because, <laughs> it's because like, since we don't remember anything, it is kind of like we're, we're just viewers of the listeners of the show. It's like, it's like oh, we're on episode 50 when, uh, you know, like, you, you said this. And I'm like, no, that's pretty funny, though. That's That's a good sign, I think. 
Yeah. I I think the good sign is where if you're listening to it, if you go back and listen to the episodes, you yourself. Yeah. And you hear something and you think to yourself, this is the joke I would make. And then you make that joke. You're like, okay, I've still got it. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the way I used to edit this show was, like, it would sit for five weeks, and then I would, like, listen to it again, and it would be, like, the first time I ever heard it. Yeah. And then, like, you would say something, and I'd go, yeah, blah, 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 and then that's exactly what I'd say. Like, that's my dude. Yeah. That's my boy. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> the O-Ranger begin attacking using the King Smashers, only to be thwarted by liquid metal. But... Goro sees liquid nitrogen and lures Fawcett into an area where he can be frozen. And the Rangers all get up on high and they come down on. Yeah, they repel. Rope. Yeah, they repel down. He's like in. It's like a. It's like in the middle of a bunch of. Like he's in the middle of a bunch of like chemical vats, you know, and they're filled with just fucking CO2. And well. I thought that we were going to get some kind of in-between scene that would explain this a little bit. Nope. Now, I have to leave it to my head of going, okay, well, they thought to themselves they have to get high because they can't blast the liquid nitrogen and be caught up in it like him. So they were hanging from ropes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I wish you would have told me a little bit more, but you didn't. <laughs> they freeze him, and the King Ranger finishes all, him off with a victory flash. Acha and Kocha make themselves known. Come on, thing. Acha and Kocha make themselves known to make Fawcett grow, and all of the... All ug. Okay. It's of. I just spelled of wrong. Mm -hmm. Cool, dude. <laughs> Go on. All of the Choriki mobiles are called to make... Uh, all of the Choriki mobiles are called, and Red Puncher and King Pyramider are called to make King Pyramider's battle formation and defeat him using the Super Legend Beam. When we come back to everything because we don't see any of the machine empire getting mad we don't see really anything we just come back to this cannibalistic family and the youngest boy is making them run letting them know that there's no shortcut to weight loss and exercise is the only way and the family is talking about they don't understand why the paranoia keeps coming to their house they have to be Japan's most unlucky family and the kid turns back and he goes What's happened twice will happen a third time, so we have to be ready. Keep running. That's very... It's very aware. Yes. Um, and I am uh, I am interested to see what, what... If something does happen to them yet again. They are running by, and they come upon the O-Ranger, all dressed for their day off. Still hanging out with each other. Don't know why. But Goro is dressed exactly like Rio from Die Ranger. I noticed that. Yeah, I was like, "That's a, that's a pretty like." Well, I didn't immediately place Rio, but I was like, "That's a pretty Red Ranger outfit right there." I tell you what. Yeah, it was, and it was uh, like before he donned. 
No, it's his first outfit. Like when he was the delivery boy, he was wearing that like red shirt with the white jacket over it, and it's like the jacket's just so big, but it's tapered in down to his perfect waist. Mm-hmm. And then the joggers, like that was what Rio wore. I like I like that. I like that look a lot. Where you have a jacket that's just that's uh tapers at your waist and it's like tucked in and and your jacket is halfway zipped so your jacket just becomes like a big pocket yeah it's so that it's so you look like missy elliott from (laughs) i can't stand the rain is that the no is that the video is it superfly (laughs) i think it's super (laughs) oh my god Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the rain, yeah, <laughs> yeah, where it's tapered in so that you look like Missy Elliott from the Superfly video. <laughs> well, the family thanks the O Ranger for their help, and the O Ranger cheer on the Nita family in their quest for physical health. Like, I know we're in the come down. I know we're in the come down from meeting Ricky. But this episode was a lot of fun. It was. I was going to say, you know what? This was a filler episode on the level of, like, Kaku Ranger. Yeah. This was, like, this... A, like because I, I personally think Kaku Ranger had some of the best filler episodes out of everything we've watched so far. And I thought this was a very, very enjoyable filler. So, of the things we've watched so far for this show, I will say that Die Ranger is the best show we've watched so far, mm-hmm. but Kaku Ranger is my favorite. Yeah, I love Kaku Ranger. I love yeah. Kaku Ranger. Like, I feel like, I feel like you probably are in agreement with me that Die Ranger is hands down of the four shows we've watched the best. Yeah, in a complete pound for pound overall, all that shit, all those words, all those things. Uh, Die Ranger is simply. The best on show. It is. Yep. Kaku Ranger, though, had so much fucking charm to it that I'm, you know, it's a, it's left an indelible mark on me. And it'll probably be the Sentai show of this era that I would be like, watch that shit. Because it's fucking great. You know, it's fucking funny. It's wonderful. It, like, I mean, you think back of it, like, how... And it and it was because we went in with low expectations because no one talks about that show, right? But if if you look back at it, how many things like popped us? That show had it, man. That show kept us going. Their Red Ranger wasn't a Red Ranger, but it, but he was still a fucking boss. Mm-hmm. And when he swung the Muteki sword, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surahime in the era of a white ranger being the leader because we were deep in the heart of Tommy being the leader of the power rangers. Yeah. I felt like she was everything a leader needed to be. She was. And I like the the how how they had it cuz the muscle was absolutely the muscle, you know. The go- it was Jiraiya. Yeah. Hands fucking down. The goofy boys were pleasantly goofy boys. Like Now, I can't remember their names. But I'm about to look it up. <laughs> but Saizo and I remember loving them. Saizo, Saizo and Seikai. Seikai, yes. 
I can't remember their names, and I also couldn't get their names right when I would talk about them. You, that's the right. The entire you kept, series. You kept switching them around. That's all right. But they were wonderful. They were wonderful, goofy boys that provided very... Like that fucking whole episode where, with them um, getting their uh, beast spirits and shit like that, and their fucking coppas. Like, oh my god. Like, that yeah, was... It's just a charming fucking show. And everything just felt... I don't know. Everything hit right. It was like a, it was like the, uh, it was like when you, when, when you eat a sandwich and it just hits the spot, you know, when, when that, yeah. like that sandwich, that rare sandwich where it just hits the spot exactly right. You are, you don't feel like you overate, you are not hungry at all, and you, you're satisfied, you're content. That show, Cocker Ranger definitely left me that way, just content. And I will say that while we were informed by the internet and a lot of people that this was the worst Sentai that we can watch, I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm not as bored with it as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that could be because I'm not watching three episodes in a row and getting O-Rager fatigue. Maybe. Um, we could just be over the hump where we're just kind of like, we've found our spot with it and we have our expectations of it yeah and when it it... could be a real vr troopers situation (laughs) well vr troopers vr troopers is truly like we were conditioned and like we were kind of (laughs) just our minds went into survival mode and like in order to keep our sanity they had to be like all right we gotta just go with this we gotta we gotta live with it this is our life now we just have to make do otherwise you know someone someone's not going to make it out of this recording room alive, you know? And it's, it's, it's like with this, I think we have hit, we've gotten over the hump and we know what this show is and we have our expectation set. And when it exceeds it, we're just pleased, you know, if it meets it or if it exceeds it, we're pretty pleased with it. And this episode, I can genuinely say though, this episode I thought was a very satisfying, very funny filler episode i mean when i say it's on kaku level uh kaku ranger levels of filler episode that's high praise for me like i said kaku ranger has the best filler episodes they because i don't know maybe it was just the the nature of our team in kaku ranger and the nature of the monsters like how they came about and all that stuff i don't know but with this it's just like it <laughs> bear Fawcett, i liked him I liked it. like I liked uh, I liked the plan. I liked the absurdity of it. They gave actors they gave actors opportunity to just be real weirdos with it and shit. Yeah. We got some funny lines from our rangers who also got to be kind of hammy. It was, it's a good episode. Oh, also an excellent fight scene. Excellent fight scene. Yeah, that's like one of those things that I don't really talk about any, like, I talked about it a little bit ago, like, a few episodes ago, but, like, it just goes without saying that fight scene-wise, O-Ranger has some of the best fight choreography, because just comparing to everything we've watched, the Ju-Ranger fights, unfortunately, they are going to always seem repetitive to me, because I've seen those fights in Power Rangers a thousand times. (laughs) We've seen uh, every I know angle. how the Jew Ranger fight. Yeah, we've seen every angle we could possibly see for 
for those fights. Yeah. The Die Ranger fights were interesting because they had such a wide array of weapons and different fighting styles, but they didn't really capture it with the camera work. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaka Ranger were ninja, and a lot of their fighting stuff was uh, wire-powered and CG-powered through ninjutsu. Yeah. And it worked for the show. It just didn't... It doesn't have, like, the action that you're looking for. Yeah, this was, um... This show has soldiers fighting on the ground, and they're working the camera, they're working, like, their use of their weapons and everything. It feels like a... It feels like a, a like a professional production. Not to say that any of the other ones look amateur, but this looks like someone who choreographs, like, it looks like this was designed by someone who uh, choreographs fights, shoots fights, you know, does does all that for a living. This looks like this was done by, you know, they, these uh, the fights, the way they are shot and all that, this is something you would expect to see, you know, in a, you know, like in a Jackie Chan super cop or something like that, you know? All it, I was thinking about the entire time was police story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit like that. It's just, it has that feel to it. Yes. And because we're going on and on about other shows and this, that means that we've come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for listening. We come to you every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher. We're on a bunch of them. We do have a Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where for as little as $5 a month, you can get a bonus episode. If you could follow us on social media, that would be incredible. We're on Twitter at pplaythrough, Instagram at powerplaythrough. If you want to send us an email, you can at powerplaythrough at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at McNernia, but most importantly, head over to twitch.tv for the time being, because it looks like we're going to be making a jump to brine when that starts. We can hang out as often as you like, play some games. Freddie, where can we find you on the internet? Well, you can find me at Chief Robert on Twitter. Come see my musings, which are normally just retweets of dogs and things I'm passionate about. You can also find me on Facebook, just under my name. Uh, same, same stuff going on there. You'll just, just hit me up. I don't care. Exact same. Exact same. Just hit me up. Probably more, more on the shit post end than Twitter. Uh, yes, definitely more on the shit post end on, than Twitter because there is no Kurger being, uh, there is no Kurger being. Let me find a way to say that. There's no Burger King memes page on Twitter. Yeah, there is no Burger King memes page on Twitter, so it's it's definitely more on the shit post end on Facebook, where all that shit a plenty. Um, I also have an Instagram that will be up someday, maybe up. When you're listening to this, honestly, you know what? I'll say it may be up when you're listening to this. It may be up because I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer and you can just find, like, my hobby stuff on there. You can peep in on my hobby stuff, what I do for a hobby and all that. Um, Yeah, and feel free to DM me on any of those because I honestly don't care. Like, not not to say I don't care about you reaching out to me. I love that. I'm saying I don't have any barrier there. I only have a Facebook to work on the Power Playthrough page, and even that, I'm not going to do. I'm leaving that all to Alfredo. Mm-hmm. So, if you're DMing me on Instagram, like, you're just asking, to, on not on Instagram, on 
Facebook, you're just asking to be ignored because I don't look at that. He don't. He doesn't look at that. All right. Oh, I had something perfect for the lead in. Oh, fuck it. I'll just do like a plain one then. We want to thank our precious boys in Rainer for providing our theme song for this show and every other show we do. <laughs> uh, we're greatly appreciative of them. This wouldn't be a show without them. We 100% meet that. Meet that. Oh my god. This wouldn't be a show without them. And we mean that. 100% we mean that. This wouldn't be real without them. So please, 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 if you could, check out check out them on rainer.bandcamp.com. Maybe pick up a map. Maybe. Uh, fuck. So please, 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 if you could, check them out on rainer.bandcamp.com. Show a little gratitude their way by picking up maybe an album, a shirt, koozie, pin, whatever. You know, you know, they're artists, man. Artists are suffering. They're always suffering, and especially now. But even even if not, please check them out on Spotify. Check them out on uh, check them out on Bandcamp's uh, website. You can listen free there. You can pay them what you feel is fair. All that. You can also check out their other project, Break Check, which is more more. God, more more, which is more delicious tunes for you to ingest in your ear mouths, your ear mouths, where 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 you eat. The, the music that is spoon-fed to you. Yes, you can eat their music with your side mouths. Thank you. We love Rainer. We love you, too. Well, again, thank you so much for listening to our show. <laughs> your support means everything to us. Without you, I would be digging the crap out of my butthole with a spoon and flinging the flesh at a nurse. For Freddy Gibbard... <laughs> for Freddy Gubbadone. <laughs> Freddy Gubbadone. <laughs> You're just gonna have to mute me for rest for, for in editing here because I don't know if I can keep it together. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> for Freddy Gubbadone, I'm Dan McNerney. Good night.